Shallow left center field, and it will be caught by Bobby Witt Jr. Bobby Witt Jr. came out of nowhere. The game started with that highlight play from Bobby Witt Jr. at shortstop, and honestly, it looked like Royals fans were going to be sent home with another entertaining win at Kauffman Stadium. But alas, the Royals did lose to the Toronto Blue Jays 4-1, and the team fell to 1-4 on the 2023 season. Welcome to the Royals Recap, everyone. I'm your host, Jacob Milham, and we're going to run down the April 4th game a little bit here this evening. You're going to have to excuse me. I am recovering some from some acute bronchitis, so uh, my voice isn't what it should be. But I will be returning to the podcast that will be released Thursday morning with Max Reaper and, of course, Jeremy Greco. But let's focus on Tuesday's game. It was Dollar Dog Night, uh, but there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of folks out at Kauffman Stadium, unfortunately. It was kind of a, a disappointing attendance out there. Let's see. Do they have the... Nope, they don't have the attendance numbers out yet. I am recording this at 9.43 Kauffman Standard Time, so that number might come out later on, but it uh, just didn't look didn't look too good. Oh, there's that number right there. Just popped up. 12,123. Yeah, not a... I know it's, too, I know it's a Tuesday, but come on, y'all. Um, Whit, Whit Merrifield, he made his return to Kauffman Stadium. He got a pretty, a pretty good response from the crowd um i know when he came back to kaufman after the toronto series last year that was uh that was pretty rough that wasn't a wasn't a good time to be there and i i will say you know Whit Merrifield hasn't really clarified some of the statements that have rubbed some royals fans the wrong way you know, that's that's okay. I think as as time goes on, people will forget about the statements that he made and and the COVID vaccination status and all in all, they will remember what he did on the field in Kauffman Stadium. And really for for the Blue Jays, um, he looked pretty good defensively out in right field. He did notch a hit. He did notch a run. Um and he he didn't have a bad game at all, but you know, just not just not that top of the order guy anymore that Royals fans saw for so long in Kauffman Stadium. But let's focus on our Royals right here. So yeah, it was uh I saw that lineup come out earlier on this afternoon and I was I understood the reasoning. I understood, you know, prioritizing the matchup a little bit more. But golly, it was uh it was a rough game at the plate. I will so let's let's run down the stats real fast. The team one run off of Framil Reyes' first hit as a Royal, a monster of a home run, mind you. Absolutely crushed that ball. And it looked great, and I, I kind of felt good about about the Royals at that point. I was like, okay, all right, maybe, maybe we gotta get something going on here. So four hits, one from Reyes, and three from Matt Duffy at third base. Yes, known franchise savior Matt Duffy is coming in with another multi-hit performance, and it's a small sample size, but he's got a 714 batting average so far in 2023. So that is absolutely crazy to me. But th those two players 
these two, mind you, they were non-roster invites in spring training. And those two players are the only ones who notched a hit tonight. That's it. Nothing from Bobby Wood Jr., nothing from Salvador Perez. Um, Vinny Pasquantino came up as a pinch hitter, nothing from him. And also nothing from Nicky Lopez. I did kind of have some high expectations from him in the nine hole this evening, but nothing there. So four hits, one walk from Jackie Bradley Jr. So good on him. He did draw that walk and seven strikeouts. It's it's just not going to get it done. I understand Toronto is one of the best in the AL East, but they didn't come at you with their with their top of the rotation guys. Okay, this the matchups were there. This game shouldn't have been as rough as it was, and the Royals should have at least been able to muster more hits. Um, the the total bases matchup is absolutely crazy. Sixteen from the Blue Jays and seven from the Royals, and just. They the batters couldn't get on base. That that's all it was. So it's it was a frustrating game to watch to to say the least. Good on good on Matt Duffy. Um, I am very interested to see how Q is going to handle that because Duffy was at third base and Hunter Dozier was over at first tonight um, for matchup reasons and to also probably spell Vinny Pascantino for a game, but. You know, is there going to be more of a competition at third base than we really expected? Would is it going to be more of an actual platoon at third base as fans have been calling for, rather than it just being Dozier for eighty percent of the games, Duffy for ten, and random players for the other ten percent? I would like to see a little bit more of an even split between Duffy and Dozier. I don't see anything wrong with that. Duffy hasn't given us a reason so far this season to not want to see more of him. I mean, I guess the only reason I can think of is I, seeing Duffy out there in the Royals uniform for the very first time. It looked about two sizes too big. I, I ain't gonna lie. Duffy is not really an imposing figure out there at the hot corner, but there he is. And hey, he's getting it done. He's getting on base and that's that's all that freaking matters. So I'm I'm hoping to see a little bit more of a competition there. Now let's go ahead and look at the pitching performance from the Royals tonight. I know manager Macquitero will be talking about that later on this evening and talking about how he was uh, he was impressed with Chris Bubich's season debut. Uh, Bubich, he went for five innings. He did give up seven hits, which uh, is far from optimal, but only two earned runs, one walk, and four strikeouts. I think that will uh, that'll certainly play in fans' eyes, especially when... I think a lot of folks, you either loved Chris Bubich heading into the 2023 season or you were just kind of tired of, of hearing the same stuff about Chris Bubich. And honestly, that just a lot of the pitch adjustments that he's made in the offseason are really starting to pay off. They looked good in spring training, and I think that they are going to they, – they translated over tonight. I'll say that. Q does talk about that a lot later on. Um, Carlos Hernandez, man. First pitch that he threw tonight, home run from Dalton Varsho. That was uh, hardly from uh, hardly optimal. Um, I will I will say though he looked good for his remaining pitches. He went two innings overall, only two hits, that one earned run off the home run, and a strikeout. 
Um, the the velocity is coming back for Hernandez, so that is certainly a good thing. And I still commend the Royals coaches for putting Hernandez in the bullpen so early in spring training. Okay, they didn't play around with him and say, okay, you know, maybe you're competing for a rotation spot, which about a year and a half ago, that was the expectation. You know, Carlos Hernandez could have been a lower level member of the rotation. But with that fastball, which is his bread and butter, he fits in better. Okay, he fits in better as a bullpen member. And I'm I'm very glad to see that he is going to be a multi-inning reliever, which is going to pair up well with guys like Jordan Lyles and Zach Greinke. So I am outside of the one home run, of course, which was, you know, a first pitch. I would call it a fluke, to be honest. Um, I was very impressed with Carlos Hernandez tonight. Amir Garrett, um, he he did kind of have a have a rough go, not not terrible, but not great either. One inning, two hits, an earned run, and one strikeout. Um, his ERA is up to six point seven five this season, so he does have some work to do. And of course, depending on your uh, your feelings on Roldis Chapman on the Royals staff, look, he's uh, he's getting it done. He came into the ninth, no hits. No runs. He did have a walk, but he also had a strikeout. And, you know, he, he's just getting it done. I don't, if I had to pick one pitcher that wasn't going to end the season in a Royals uniform, it would be a Roldis Chapman. I think that he is, if he continues this, and if the Royals aren't doing very well, well, then uh, he's going to be a prime trade candidate away to a contender. So, Bass just couldn't get a get, get it done tonight, and there's uh, some very concerning stats if you if you really want to look at it like this. So among the American League teams, the Royals rank in these positions through five games. They have the fewest hits. They have the worst team batting average. They are tied for the fewest runs and tied for the fewest RBIs, and they are tied for the second fewest home runs. Now it's through five games. There's 157 more to go, but it is. Uh, it's certainly been a tough start to the 2023 season for these bats, and some of these younger players. They are. They're going up there, and they are looking like they are swinging frustrated. Which, you know, if if the coaches are telling them to do something, maybe like we we don't have that insight into the clubhouse. Maybe they're working on something. I, I hope that's what it is, but some of these younger players are swinging uncharacteristically, it seems, at least in the small sample sizes that we saw them in 2022. They just don't look like the same players at some points. Now, maybe this is just some early season stuff they need to work through, um, but it's not good when you have to say that for so many games while other teams are figuring it out and doing well so far. So maybe maybe that's just a point of jealousy for me and Royals fans, but I am hopeful that we are going to see some more productivity from the bats in the near future, because if not, it is going to be a very, very long season. No matter how long the season is, though, you can go check out RoyalsReview.com for all the best news and analysis coverage on all things Kansas City Royals. 
daily articles, um, the Royals run or the Royals rumblings, excuse me, are the best way to start your day. So please go check them out at RoyalsReview.com. You can also find Royals Review on Twitter and on Facebook. Coming up, we will have some post-game analysis courtesy of Bally Sports. Stay tuned. And we are back here on the Royals recap powered by Royals Review. So first, we are going to hear from manager Matt Quattrero talking about Chris Bubich's 2023 debut. I thought he threw the ball really well. Um, except for the fifth inning, you know, there were mostly 20 pitch innings, which got him up to, you know, ideally it would have been a little more efficient, but I thought coming out through a bunch of strikes it's a tough lineup like i said the said yesterday too so i was happy with the the slider um he threw a couple good change-ups as well but he did a good job kept him off balance what was the conversation like sending for we really had to send him back out you know for his own benefit to get you know, I think he ended up with 88, which is a pretty consistent build over the 70 he threw in um, in uh, Texas, and only one additional up. So all of those things are totally in line with building him up. But also from a team standpoint, who we wanted to stay away from tonight and how we needed to get through the game, that was a huge inning for us. The slider came up in a couple of big moments uh, for him to be committed to that pitch. Um, what does that say about about? Yeah, I think the confidence is growing in it, and doing it against a team like this is only going to help. Using it in big spots, good hitters, it's only going to help. And I think, I mean, I don't have any question that there's a commitment to do it. He's working on it. He believes in it. He's seen good results. He knows the data's right. So I have no doubt he's going to keep doing it. What did you see from your hitters against Kikuchi tonight? I thought we took some pretty good swings. I mean, um, He's tough, right? And I, th- I think we laid off some of the tougher change-ups he threw. Um, we put some good swings on balls. I thought we just missed a few. You know, some balls up in the air. I thought we hit on the barrel. Um, but, yeah, overall, I mean, he, he was efficient. He threw a lot of strikes. So he forced us to swing, and, and we made some quick outs when we did. But I thought the, overall the swings were good. you think Bobby had a chance at that? No. No chance. I didn't even look at him. I was looking. I don't even know what I was looking at. I'm thinking that's a hit. That's all I was thinking. And I don't know where he came from or how he did it, but, man, that was incredible. He came out of nowhere. I mean, I don't know how to rank it, you know, but, I mean, that was was an incredible play. I I cannot wait to see the, the metrics on percentage and I, I can't imagine too many other players are getting that ball yeah I mean it, uh, yeah I was astonished by the fact that he caught that and then I was just happy that the way he hit you know his knees hit and then he kind of dove so I'm just happy he didn't hurt himself too same with the oldest not hurting himself <laughs> or Vic yeah either one of them yeah no I mean that was who knows what that was going to happen right there. I, I thought he was going to get the ball, but then Vinny made a nice play and dove, and then Vic's just an unlucky bystander there that gets trucked by Chapman. He's had a pretty nice first few games defensively. Yeah, I agree. 
last night, what, what went through your head with MJ's home run? Brandmill topped that. It looked like a golf ball to me when he hit it. It took off like a driver. And let's hear from the man himself, Chris Bubich, talking about some of the great defense behind him tonight. In the game, obviously, I would love to you know, keep the pitch count down a little bit early. Um, I think we got ahead in counts, um, but then kind of middle of it, middle of at bats, you know, maybe throw some pitches outside the zone, and then um, you know have to come back in with two strikes and made some mistakes over the middle with two strikes that they hit, and um, you know, just obviously want to not have ABs go, let's say, more than five pitches. Um, but overall, I thought the stuff was good. Um, you know, Salvi was great back there. I mean, holy hell, Bobby, first play of the game. I mean, you don't see that very often, um, especially with the win that we had tonight. Um, but, yeah, um, you know, just going to continue to build from this and uh, continue mixing everything in. What's going through your head when you see that ball hit and running out there? Yeah, I knew it was going to be interesting because it's off the end of the bat and uh, it's kind of in, in between zone, um, kind of bloop territory. But I know he's got crazy speed and um, I thought he, you know, I figured it was going to be an outfielder before it was going to be him. But um, obviously a pretty insane play and I mean, he's one, one heck of an athlete. So. And we'll talk about the man with the highlight tonight, Bobby Witt Jr., talking about his acrobatic first inning catch. Wendy, so I just saw it up in there. I knew I just had to have a chance, and so it went, ran down, caught it. So. Coming outfielder for a couple seconds, running out there. Yeah, just one of those reactionary plays where you just kind of go get it. And so. Have you seen the highlight yet? Uh, I kind of watched it on the big screen whenever it happened, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, how much was the wind kind of moving balls for you guys? Yeah, I think it was just kind of everything was coming back to the field. You saw a couple plays where balls maybe look like they're going out of play and they come back and make a play either or vice versa. And so really, you'd think it'd be more just kind of how the wind was blowing, but it wasn't as bad as you really thought. How'd you read it off, off the bat? Did you think you had a shot of it out there? Uh, yeah, and then I knew got gold glove out there in center field, so I didn't know really how far I need to be going so uh, and then I saw it up and just because he said he didn't really know how the wind was playing either so really just try to track it down and make a play what kind of a challenge was Kikuchi tonight coming against him um yeah just made some good pitches uh, I think kind of got myself out and sometimes uh chased a little bit and then uh, first pitch or flatty got me back I guess uh making dive and play but really other than that just kind of got myself out in some ways and chased a little bit but just gotta get back back going all right, everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Royals recap presented by RoyalsReview.com. Please go check them out for some really, really great work every single day on everything Kansas City Royals. You can find us on Twitter at Royal Rundown Pod. Please go you know, give us a follow. I would greatly appreciate it. We are always tweeting about all things Kansas City Royals and really trying to elevate the Royals Twitter community. But until next time, Thank you for all your support and go Royals.